Thank you, Craig. He's like that creepy, like record recordable panda thing. You're just like, I don't want to be in the same room as that thing. I don't trust <laughs> it. They picked the creepiest little picture for him too. Mm-hmm. Man, fuck like, you, Craig. It's like I'm innocent. I'm not giving all this data to the CIA. He's just a fucking lonely <laughs> dude at a party that is like really creepy. You don't want to talk to him, but he's that one dude in the corner. You're just like, fuck that dude. Welcome back to the Quested Couch Podcast, where we talk about all gaming and pop culture and media. Of course, that's what we talk about. And of course, I'm Steve. And Dan. <laughs> oh, we were going to go in order of, of people in the Discord. So, Kyle, you have to say your, your name next. Yeah, it's uh, Kyle. And I'm Christopher. I used a different voice to say my name, so they're all confused about who I actually am. I like okay, what's you everyone drinking? Christopher, uh, I have a coffee. Calling <laughs> off that doc, doc roast, <laughs> doc roast. <laughs> coffee, coffee's actually pretty good. Coffee, if you want to like do a podcast, it's got to be good for you because I just overdose on coffee when I'm doing like our D and D streams on Careful Cantrip. Um, it helps. It gets you so energetic. You're almost like a crazy like drug addict, and you're just like, ah, I'm ready to role play. Yeah, that's that's what I achieve, trying to achieve here. <laughs> yeah, because alcohol also does that, but it makes you tired too. So you kind of fizzle out near the end of it. So a good balance of coffee and uh, alcohol is a, a great diet for every chill child out there. And, um... Yeah, don't sue us. I actually watched <laughs> your guys' stream last week. It was pretty good. Oh yeah, but uh, you touching them on the shoulder, and that's now your thing, or whatever. <laughs> oh no, touching them on the shoulder. Oh, when the guy died. Yeah, and then like oh, yeah. you're just like that's sad, and you just touch him on the shoulder. No, I, I had this ceremony spell on my cleric for the longest time, and I could like do weddings, or I can do I forget what else I can do. Uh, I think like I can bless children. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can you I make me kosher? And so, like, I was just like, I've never had an opportunity where this move would be, where this would work. And I've been meaning to switch all my spells on a cleric, because on a cleric, you can just switch your spells willy-nilly, like, just whenever you want, which is something a lot of classes can't do. In fact, I don't know if any other class can switch, like, pretty much all their spells. I know. I think Sorcerer can, because you're allowed, like, a certain amount of slots. Yeah, but they, it's, I think it's only, like, one spell per level up or something weird or once per long rest like one spell whereas a cleric can do like all his prepared spells oh so, right yeah yeah and i just kept forgetting to switch it all so i was just like screw it i'm gonna use this spell now because he died and then i'm gonna get useful spells that could have saved him if you haven't listened or watched you should watch by now um mm-hmm. But uh, right now, gentlemen, let's uh, let's talk about lackluster of media that's being produced right now in quarantine. It's not mm. a good thing, unless you're watching the trailers, of course. Then that's uh, that's something. Yeah, uh, what have you guys uh, been watching lately? Did you- well, yeah. Well, which which movie are we talking about here? Well, what movie? Like my issue is like when when everything was open, this quarantine thing wasn't happening. I would be like first weekend if not like the week after going to see all the marvel movies Mm. and they just released 
the the new Captain America thing where it's like it doesn't actually have Captain America. It has Falcon and what's his name? The other guy, uh, Winter Soldier. Soldier. Yeah, yeah, it has them. And I'm always like, I'm super curious. I I feel like it's not going to be good because like without Steve Rogers, who wants to see a Captain America movie, you know? Like Evans was really good. Like out of all the Marvel movies that I'd seen recently, I think Captain America has been my favorite. Like as far as story as well, except except uh, in that one Winter Soldier, when um he gets like too tied up with like his old friend from like eighty years ago. It's like get over it, guy. <laughs> yeah, but my issue with like the releases now is like it kind of like it just ruins like the the ritual, which is like go get your movie ticket. I have my scene points saved up. You get your nice giant size movie popcorn the extra butter yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe some of that mm-hmm. dill pickle seasoning mm-hmm. um talk about dirty yeah and then you get the giant pop they have the, like the thousand flavor pop thing but i always end up going for the vanilla coke um and now they have the movie out and like there's ways to access it you know and uh i just haven't watched it whereas i would have seen it multiple times by now if, if yeah this quarantine thing wasn't happening it's a weird time, that's for sure. Like uh, now we're doing it all by streaming, of opposed to going to the movie theaters and watching it. It's it, it takes getting used to, that's for sure. Yeah, I think I think like the experience is lost, and like the way that you were describing it. Yeah, you just like go to the movies, you meet someone there, or you just playing in the arcade. You know, you just I don't know. It's it's definitely not just seeing the movie. You definitely make a night of it, and like you, sure. you sort of miss Amen. out on that now. I, I don't have any drive to see, like you said, like I don't have any drive to see the new movie. Like it's not, it's not on my radar. Like yeah. I, I don't get excited in the same way. Um, well, when the weather gets nicer, I will have some drive to see a movie because I'm going to go to the drive-in and, the, yeah. <laughs> and get a similar experience. But as for now, yeah. Somebody, yeah. somebody bought it. Did you hear? The one which, oh, the one in Midland? Yeah, they bought it. I don't know what they're going to do with it, though. They might have just bought the property to do something else with it, but, you know, hopefully they keep it open as a drive-in. Yeah, that's, like, that's where you'd want to go, like, during COVID. And they closed it, like, I think March of last year, right before. It seems weird. They would have made a freaking racket, like... (laughs) Right? Like, what the fuck? Holy crap. I don't know. Poor timing, like... Like, there's the people that opened up restaurants, like, last March. They're screwed. But someone that owns, like, a, a, a drive-in theater and then sells it before this all happens, he must be kicking himself. Exactly. Like, uh, Steve, you, you remember um, the old sushi place in... Uh, I think it's... now. Yeah. Yeah. They opened, like, four months ago. And there's, there's no way that they're making money. No way. Uh, especially with this whole social distancing thing and like half half the companies being out of lockdown or vice versa and big box dealers and all that lovely jazz, right? It's uh, it's crazy town we're living in. And not to mention that specific spot before this whole COVID oh, thing God. has had multiple businesses anyway, all of them shutting their doors and then being resold and reopened just to close all over again. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually... I don't want to get sued, so I'll have to edit it out. But they actually already busted that place for uh, sanitation. They have a real rodent problem. 
Oh, that's what took out the uh, what you call it. The they had the Pizza Hut there and the Taco Bell. Didn't they have rodents too? And that's why they closed down. Um, yeah. real maybe, talk, maybe, and we'll, yeah. edit, and we'll edit this out in the podcast. It's definitely they have like mice and cockroaches and all that shit in their furniture. Really? It's gross, bro. Okay, none of this needs to be edited oh, out. Shit. Who cares? They're not gonna watch. Yeah. They can't even oh. afford internet right now. They're they're bankrupt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. What are they gonna do about it? Oh shit. Dude, that's oh man, that's so gross though. Like I can't believe uh worst job I've ever had. Seriously. Oh, like, you used to work there? Oh dude, like literally there's like one time I went to the bathroom. And I'm just like, you know, doing my thing, cleaning up, whatever. And I noticed in the corner of my eyes, around the like a shelf where all like the cleaning supplies are on. And of course, I noticed two cockroaches just going ham. Like, oh no. And it was wild, man. And I'm just sitting there like minding my own business. And I seen that and I was like, I'm going home. <laughs> yeah, Do you wild. have to clean up every time you go to the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you missed the toilet? <laughs> think so that day i'm not sure well if the cockroaches were like oh I my thought they God. Yeah. eggs. maybe i don't know but you know i watched joe's apartment i don't think they sing too but yeah <laughs> but like, you know, <laughs> we saw the big guy with some other guy in this bathroom doing this and we decided to try it out yeah. Welcome to the Questing Couch, where we talk about cockroaches and all things unsanitary. Mm. <laughs> Let's take people away, shall we? Um, oh, what is one, or a couple things that you grew up in the 80s? We didn't grow up in the 80s, of course. We're all 90s kids here. So what was the one thing from either movies, TV shows, or games that you still hold fondly from the glorious 80s? Well, the things like... When you grow up in like a, a a decade, like if you grow up grow up in the early '80s, everything's kind of influenced by the '70s because that's what generated all the content of the '80s. And then the end of the '80s, when you get like all the flock of seagulls and all that stuff, and and oh, the yeah. things you relate to the '80s, so it kind of bleeds into the early '90s when we we're born, like those colorful jackets and stuff. Oh, that was an influence yeah. from the '80s. Windbreakers, <laughs> yeah, windbreakers. Yeah, I just watched a documentary where, like, it was about this uh, this nun that got murdered, and this one priest was a suspect, and he had one of those windbreakers. I'm like, oh, oh, he did it! <laughs> oh no yeah. way! He it did it. Been, like, he kept it in good condition because those things always like rip in like the armpit area mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But his was still like he's still rocking it, so he must have like taken really good care of it. As far as the '80s go, like, uh, so. Kyle's actually the one that got me into Indiana Jones, which is a that's a big chunk of the eighties. I think all three movies a chunk in general. That's a, in the eighties franchise. Big yeah, that's right. Franchise. That's a huge trilogy. I, I was actually gonna say the same thing because I'm terrible on the spot. Because yeah. I told you earlier. <laughs> yeah, I know. Because like, well, I'll have that one to hold off on. I was like trying yeah. to pick up another one. Yeah, it's a good question to start it off. That's for sure. Yeah. So. Ferris Bueller, that's a solid one too. That's mm-hmm. from the 80s. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of nostalgia I feel with the 80s right now, especially with like media surrounding it. We uh Stranger Things was a big one. I really like that. And um 
ah, what was the other one? The we were just talking about nostalgia, it. bro. It's mm-hmm. coming back. Like it's always been there, but now it's becoming more relevant because of, like you said earlier, pop culture, media. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So well, Stranger Things is your 80s movie? <laughs> well, not, no, I, I guess it's more of a depiction of the 80s, which is sort of like romanticizes it, but also like mm-hmm. uh, Ready Player One, which also romanticized the 80s a lot too. Everything's taken from the 80s. Yeah, it's like a yeah. prime suspect. Like, I'm even getting it carried away right now. It's like the new Power Rangers movie. I'm sorry. I'm going fucking deep end right now. A new Power Rangers mm-hmm. movie is going to be set in the 90s. Food for thought. But go, go on. No, that's cool. That's cool. Is it? Um, I actually haven't seen the most recent Power Rangers. It's still going to be the same people. Oh, it's junk. Like the uh, movie where they got like special space rocks that turn them into these weird armored well things. i remember steve yeah, steve, steve went off on it on the one podcast if you go listen back that was his biggest disappointment i think yeah, yeah one of them yeah that was a, yeah. oh you know it's a good thing from the 80s that they remade almost immediately is uh my favorite mario adventure game which is super mario 3 mm. uh on Mario All Stars, but if you actually play the NES version, it's not too different from All Stars. All Stars is it just looks more cushiony. Everything looks softer. <laughs> That's is it? it. Yeah. All the Mario's, all the nice yeah. fancy suits that he gets to rock. He's like Batman yeah. when it comes down to outfits, man. That guy's got like no shortage on outfits. Yeah, and it um, has all the shortcuts in the game too, but you don't really want to do them because it has all the sweet levels. Like there's the whole world where it's like big, small world. Where they got the giant turtles and the small turtles, and you like go in between the different sizes. And yeah, cloud 80s. world's cool. Yeah, 80s had a bunch of cocaine in it too. Besides the cocaine, yeah. there was a bunch of horror movies that came out in the 80s. Like it was, uh, it was a thing. Um, mm. so like I'm not gonna go into the horror aesthetic, of course, but one why of not? my go to, one of my <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> was actually Teen Wolf. I love Teen Wolf so much. Like I'm the talking fun? about your original Teen Wolf from 1980s, where it was Michael J. Fox. I've never seen it, but you guys told me to watch that other uh, Halloween movie. Are, are we doing this again? I will fucking... <laughs> Dude, man, okay. For those of you that don't know, Chris, is, Chris didn't see The Crow. And, I did see The yeah, Crow. Yeah, and then when you when yeah. we told you to fucking see it, you're just like, eh, it's, it's kind of garbage. There's, oh, there's... Jesus. <laughs> he just hurt our collective souls. Like, we grew up on these movies, and he's just like, ah, oh, it's trash. Man. Yeah, I rewatched it, <laughs> and it's like 2020. It's trash. Yeah, especially when we're talking yeah, about nostalgia. <laughs> it's like... I've watched old movies like that people are like, oh, you haven't seen this movie? And I've gone back and watched them, and they were good. Mm. But then yeah, I watched The Crow. <laughs> no. Well, we're, since we're talking about nostalgia, have you watched Kung Fury? We talked about this before, didn't we? Was that... Yeah, it's, a, it's like a little YouTube thing. Like yeah. It's on YouTube. Right it's a YouTube oh, it's on YouTube? I was... but it's like maybe... I thought it was like Kung Fu Hustle. No, this is a different one. It's like um it's like an action movie and it's based very very much in like the 80s and he's sort of like a like a Ryu looking dude but he's like a cop and um he goes back in time to get revenge by killing Hitler. <laughs> it's yeah. it's very much like we know what we're doing here. This is ridiculous and it, they just have a fucking has ball all the way through. Yeah, the See, way that through. sounds like a movie I'd watch and it would be good. Yeah, and the soundtrack is low key one of the best like '80s throwback 
and it has Hasselhoff himself doing the fucking theme song. Oh shit! So really? that alone, yeah, yeah. See, oh, he's a stellar singer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like for for nostalgia for eighties, I think music, like music that's produced now, that's supposed to like invoke that um sort of 80s vibe it's called synthwave i think it's like reaching that moment where it's like all right we're at peak 80s saturation you know what i think it is i think because like our this generation now because of the internet all the cultures like there isn't one like definitive culture yeah because it it, it's it's kind of all bleeding into each other because everyone's seeing what everyone else is doing and everyone's doing the same thing and and it it's it kind of suppresses like unique things about certain sections of society of course everyone's going to have fondness of something that they love whether it be you know nostalgia 80s the 70s the 60s even the fucking 2000s always going to be that niche of this is mine and nobody else can have that what identifies the 2000s because like I, the 90s to me it's it's definitely those windbreakers and i can't think of anything well, else i guess like vhs fan, <laughs> fan came with that era but it's well, like more remember 80s, yeah right? like remember it's mm-hmm. like a lot of eras are influenced by the previous in imitation or just like in direct contrast of it so like when grunge came around it really killed like classic rock and you know the 80s uh, hair metal and shit like that but like mm. um yeah i think like windbreakers were definitely at the at their end by like 98 i'm just making up a number the late 90s is some of like the worst some of the worst like overproduced pop culture we had uh all the boy bands all these like really um all oh, the boy Fuck. bands are amazing. Dude, that's all we had in the early aughts. <laughs> like, and it, it was so bad. Oh, I blast them in sync when I'm driving <laughs> to work. It's great. You shouldn't be admitting that to the internet, Chris. I admit now, it. We're all going to be giving you Spice Girls watch, CDs. I'll watch the Sp- Spice Girls are amazing too. Give me, give me some like mixture too. Give me the S Club Seven. Another great movie that came out of the 80s for me was, uh, of course, and it came right near the end. Like, because I can talk about like um, eras for like hours. But uh, another oh, movie was, about the pretty, 50s. was the end of an era, which is 89. So, oh, Batman, God. of course, that was one of my favorite movies of all time. And of course, Predator is up there. Oh, yeah. It was in the Predator. 80s as well. That was the first Batman? Yes, 89. Returns yeah. is what, 92? Oh, yeah. I, uh, I actually worked on uh, when I was working at the furniture store. I put together a condo, and it was for the guy that acted in the first Batman movie. And I always forget his freaking name. He's got the curly hair. Michael Keaton. Yes. So he was doing like some kind of play in in Toronto, and he was staying in a condo. And I'm the one that put his condo together, <laughs> like put all the pictures up in the chandelier and everything. Look at, that. Look at that. This guy even meets celebrities. Yeah. You should get his like autograph when you can. I didn't meet him. I wasn't even allowed to tell people that I Why would they worked even on his condo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, and like everything else on this podcast, none uh, of it is real. Yeah. All the yeah. Uh, what about you, Kyle? We 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 haven't movies. movies mm, so. Fuck. Or games. 
Yeah. You heard him say my movies. Oh, man. <laughs> Blade, Runner Blade Runner is the 80s, yeah. Yeah, Blade Runner. I haven't I seen Blade. 2059. Is that yeah. good? Blade Runner 2059. What's that? Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty good. Yeah. It's oh no. Good. I mean, I all of those movies are definitely awesome. Like, so I would, I would sign off on any of those: The Shining, any of the slashers. I, I, it's so hard to pick. I know, right? Yeah. It's really pick tough. which slasher is the best. Like, uh, and which one's your definitive uh, slasher? If you could say, like, in the '80s, what was the one that like defined the '80s? Like between Kruger and uh, Halloween, Voorhees. What about, uh, was it My Bloody Valentine or Valentine? Yeah, <laughs> Texas. I would even put like Leatherface in there. Like, there was one that Jensen Ackles was. I think it was My Bloody Valentine or something like that. I think Chainsaw was 70s. <laughs> Chainsaw was, uh, they, they kind of bleed into the 80s and 70s, like, uh, later on. Yeah. I think there was an 80s one. I'm not, there's, there's a few of them like, at the same time. Mm-hmm. I think the one that's the most terrifying would probably be Freddy, but my favorite one is probably. Uh, I'd have to go with Jason. Yeah, I'm a Voorhees guy. Yeah, I'd want to go. Jason's my favorite, but the one I would not want to go against is I wouldn't want to battle Freddy. Yeah, that would probably be like the most horrifying. Like at least dead instantly. This guy's he could probably be haunting your dreams even after you're dead. Like I don't want that. That's this could be up. the dream. You don't. You don't. Never know if you're yeah, awake. Yeah, you just like live asleep. sixty years. It's like that was just one dream. Now it's for the second one. It's like, oh fuck. <laughs> you got three years of nightmares. Yeah, thirty years. Whatever. I I I don't have. Um, I, I watched like Christine and like uh, I guess Hellraiser is kind of a slasher. Fucking yeah. Hellraiser. Yeah, I, I guess I guess I don't know what God, I'm talking damn, about. Dude, what I'm trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> no, just horror was in general in the eighties was great. What was the one? Oh yeah, though? like me was four E's. Um, sure, and then Evil Dead, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Evil Dead, I think, is too fun for me to put up there. I, I'll hold that. To, yeah. I hold that to a different degree. Um, well, it depends which one you watch. The first one's not fun. The first one's like a complete true. horror movie. Yeah, and then the second one, they just go like, "Let's go, let's go crazy." <laughs> the second one, yeah, it's just like, all right, this is the formula, and the second one's like, all right, let's get silly with it, and then the and third the one is just like the third one. I always do. Yeah, that's when it. That's when it's just like, all right, we're we're just. What if we? Uh, I don't know. Put more go back camp to in it. Let's put even more camp and fun into it. <laughs> yeah. I saw the musical. It was amazing. I was in the blood section too, and they had they had a song that was called. What the fuck was that? <laughs> and then they just went, what the fuck was that? <laughs> the oh time. my god. Oh. oh fuck. I didn't know that there was a play. I would totally see Yeah, that. I went with my uh high school drama class. Like that's that's one thing I missed from uh you know pre-COVID is going out to plays. Wait. I, I really love Steve, like Did you not go theater. to Evil Dead? Because that would have been no. you you were in my class. I didn't go with you on that one. Cool. You yeah, should have. I should have. I think I went to a concert instead. It was worth it. What concert? I believe it was Warp Tour. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you know what? That checks out Warp Tour as a teenager. Yeah. yeah. Warp Tour now doesn't yeah. it doesn't exist anymore, does it? 
I wish. Oh, really? Yeah, I wish it did. It's only doing select dates now. It's only going to like certain areas, like in Colorado, Las Vegas, and. Oh, they should definitely like expand that once this COVID thing's done, because everyone's like starving for shows now, and all the bands are starving for like just playing shows, and it's gonna be amazing. It's great for content right now. Like I know, like especially if you're a musician, you can you're chilling at home you have no social media outlets to go to you don't have interviews you don't have concerts you don't have meet and greets you just have you and your craft which is kind of unique in a way this is the time that i hope musicians actually or artists in general just come out and next two years just release banging albums yeah I, great albums i think it's billy talent I heard I heard someone on the the radio that like they have their album ready, but they're waiting to release it because they want it to be released when they can actually go out and perform it as well. No, that's good. You know what? I have a soft spot for Billy Talent. I think they're pretty decent. Yeah, I've seen them uh, a bunch of times by accident. Like they just wherever I go, yeah. they're like, and the opening act is Billy Talent. I'm like, all right, I guess I'm seeing them again, and I've never. I've never been upset with that. I, like, I went to see Guns N' Roses, and they're like, and we're opening up with Billy Talon. I was like, all right. I don't know if that's, like, a, a good match, but, you know, it, it was great. I enjoyed it. Yeah. That, yeah, I saw them that day, too. You were there. Yeah, that was a great show. I was sitting. I, I got tickets. Like, I was sitting with a bunch of my uh, people I worked with, like me and three others, mm-hmm. and we're drinking at a bar one night, and we're like, Guns N' Roses is playing. We're like, we should all go see it and this was right near the end of the sales mm-hmm. so there was like two different areas we could sit in and that's it like there was no tickets except for like weird one seats everywhere and then we were just like all right there's one seat or there's a few seats at the very back but that's so far away from the stage and there's one to the left of the stage so at least we'll be closer even though we're to the left of it but once we got there it ended up being like behind the stage and to the left and we're like we can't even see the stage but it was covered with a tarp our seats and we're like all right let's just go sit in a better seat until someone comes and kicks us out and maybe someone's not going to show up <laughs> but then people kept showing up and kicking us out and then billy talent finished playing and we were like all right we got to go talk to the people because our seats suck but they're covered with tarps so we can't even sit there let's go see what's up and then we talked to them they're like oh yeah we know about those seats here and they gave us new tickets and we we're like front left field because <laughs> it was in a baseball stadium. So we got amazing seats for like dirt cheap price. Yeah, they're so covering so hold seats. Up, hold up. So you both seen Guns N' Roses without me? Yeah, <laughs> but we didn't see it together. We just happened to be in the same show. <laughs> yeah. Actually, well, my dad, um, my dad got the tickets. He got two and... Um, He's like inviting like his friend, and uh, she's like, "Oh, I can't uh, go." He's like, "Oh, right on." So I got the tickets. <laughs> He's like, "Hello, son. You're my second choice." <laughs> yeah. He said. He basically said that. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that sucks so much. Like I, I remember showing you guys this in grade school. That band, and now oh, you yeah. guys went without me. We. Have- I don't remember you showing me them. I know. I'm just. I'm just trying to boost my own ego. That's, yeah. that's hurtful. That's hurtful. Yeah, you, why do you have to call him out like that? <laughs> I just. <laughs> I, I like off the top of my mind. I'm not sure I can remember anyone 
like I can't think of one band that someone introduced me. Th- there's definitely lots of bands that I didn't find out until someone showed me them, but I can't think off the top of my head. I what, what friends are for. I definitely introduced John to Iron Maiden. I can safely claim that. Oh, I think I introduced him to uh, Ozzy. No way, I, really. I'm pretty sure I did that. Yeah, and then he just got upset. No, no, no. It wasn't Ozzy. It was Ramstein. Oh, yeah, that's definitely sure. Ramstein. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, I ended up seeing him when we went to go. Because I've always been like, go to Rockfest with me. Go to Rockfest with me. And he, he wouldn't. Or I don't know. I don't I think he wouldn't or couldn't. And then eventually he ended up going because Ramstein was there. I was like, all right. And I was like, where are you? And I texted him. And I think we found each other once. But, man, you can't find anybody at Rockfest. Yeah, For context, Sean is one of her uh, friends that we grew up with. And, uh, yeah, like he definitely showed us some music. We definitely showed him some music. And, yeah, that was crazy with Ramstein. Yeah, he really dug into that band. Yeah, they had super awesome pyrotechnics. And I was like... Well, it's usually at the end of the night, I'm just like drunk and like out of energy and stuff. So I was sitting on the bleachers for them because I was like, I have no energy for the mosh pits for Ramstein. Oh, but yeah. way back there too, the fire, it just like every time it shot off, you just got a blast of heat. It was incredible. You, you could tell we're totally missing concerts. We're trying to take you away. <laughs> and the Questing Couch today is just taking you away from the mundane yeah. reality. Yeah, talking about the better times. You know, we're not we're not trying to depress you. Yeah, the concert coach. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I never I never seen Ramstein live, but I do remember going to like a party at um at an airbase because I was a cadet way back when, and when Ramstein came on, the entire the entire like uh, venue became a mosh pit. Everyone was crazy in there. It was it was really fun. So I would definitely love both, to see him live. You guys both seen Ramstein? No, uh, no, we didn't see him. They just like we just had a DJ. He put it on, and everybody knew that it was time to mosh. Like everybody <laughs> in that building. Um, always need people like that in a pit. You always do. Man, I got more things to say about. <laughs> uh, I was listening to the radio, and and I was uh, the one chick was just like, oh yeah. That was Blink-182, and uh, there's rumors that they're going to get back together, like the entire band, the original cast, they're going to get back together and play shows. And then she's like, I can't wait, because like, I've never got to see the original uh, band with uh, Tom DeLonge and stuff. I'm like, yeah, I've never had a one-up on like uh, radio people, like hosts, because they always like say they've seen every band and met every band and whatever. I'm like, mm-hmm. I saw Blink-182, and I saw them... When I was 23, which was important for me, <laughs> that was like the first time. And then, like, they split up, I think, a year or two after that. But I'm excited for them to get back together. That's going to be an awesome band to see you again. Seen both? Seen them yeah. with Skiba and with DeLong? Yeah, and it's not as good with Skiba. It's kind of like, here's this song, oh, and we're going to play. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, don't, don't throw Skiba under the bus. He's a good musician. <laughs> he's good, but he's not a you front just, man like, like just Tom. Underswept that underneath the fucking bug there. Oh, like, I'm not oh, gonna yeah. sweep it. I'll go on you about it. You're like, oh well, he's just a, all right. He's like going to song to song, but it's like he he's an alkaline trio for fuck's sake. Like, have a little bit of respect. Yeah, but he he's not the front man that Tom is. Like Tom, like would play with the crowd and like have jokes and stuff and like. 
He he definitely can brings he, more energy can to the he band. Come after Tom, which is a hard fucking undersell to come after the musician that they wrote like what seven eight albums with, and now they need a new lead singer. And bam, how how dare you undersell that, Chris? Guess what? Tom DeLonge could come to Alkaline Trio after the fact and bring more energy than Skiba. Ooh. Definitely coming over to <laughs> Toronto right now. Man, I'm gonna throw some fisticuffs here, right? Like, how dare you? To the fucking Skiba fans and all the fucking Alkaline Trio fans out there, like, you should give some hate towards Medi here and fucking. There's nothing wrong YouTube, with not YouTube being as good as an and front man. Skiba's the best. I think he should do that too. Someone I? has to be the better front man, and in this case, between those two, Tom DeLong's a better front man. You're not wrong. I'm just saying. I'm just trying to. Grind your gears a little bit. Okay, and the other thing I want to bring up, and would also bring up a question, is do you guys, because I have tickets to see a band that I've been wanting to see my entire life, and it's probably a band that a lot of people are saying, you probably might have seen them as well, but it's a big deal for me that I have tickets that got postponed to see Green Day play live, and like I love their songs, I love their music. I love like their personalities. Like I follow them on like their social media and all their like YouTube stuff and all the yeah. covers they do and stuff. I am so excited to see them, and so I want this quarantine thing to end so I can finally. We still have the tickets, and they're still like hold on to your tickets because we're gonna play a show and you could still go. <laughs> oh, that's sick! So like, yeah. do, are, are you still like listening to like their newer stuff, or are you just hoping to hear the stuff from like when you were a kid? Yeah, I listen to all their stuff, like their newer stuff. And obviously, I like the lyrics and stuff are ingrained in my brain from like the American Idiot album and and the older stuff, like uh, what the hell, Dookie and all that. Shenanigans. Yeah. Rod. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you guys have a band that you haven't seen yet that you're dying to see? That's a good question. Uh, I still. Yeah. Yeah, alive. yeah, dude, still alive. dying to see that they're dead. <laughs> I meant like dead or alive, or like artists that we. Oh, you mean dead or alive? alive? Okay, yeah, like, alive. that's well, a two-parter. Okay, two-parter. Um. Oh, on top of that, I saw Twisted Sister's last Canadian performance. <laughs> nice. Uh, why the fuck didn't you tell me, you fucker? So the band's kind of dead. So that counts. <laughs> they were. They were at Rockfest. Man, at Rockfest, you see everything. Uh, um, fuck. So yeah, okay. If you have one that's dead that you would wanted to see, like yeah, say that. But also one that's alive that you haven't seen yet that you would love to see live. Okay, let Cal go first. Um, one that's dead. <laughs> All right. So one that's dead, I would say uh, the Arch Enemy with Angela Gasso as Ooh. the lead singer. Yeah, I mean the new singer. She's like a French Canadian. She used to be the lead singer of the agonist uh but i i prefer angela so i'm gonna say Archie. To, to that singer though that you mentioned mm-hmm. she's got amazing blue hair and if you don't know her you should look at her yeah yeah dude she's she's hot yeah but that, that's what a change and nothing against the current singer i think she's good it's just a, a different uh a different take on the band um but i also i, I still need to see system that's that's a big one for me. I saw them live too at Rockfest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fuck you. Actually, that you know what? I think you invited me the one year and I said no. So I that, I that probably invited you multiple years, but uh, Same uh with me. yeah, Steve always gets invites and he never goes. 
Oh, man. But, okay, I have... Okay. I me, complain let me about... Let okay, me I, I was going to... Well, hold on. Before we move on... <laughs> well, I, you know I didn't really about. like System of a Down Live. No? What? Why? Their songs kind of all bleed in together, and it's just like one loud racket <laughs> yeah you know what i can i can see that if you're like yeah, too close yeah. Yeah. and i was kind of coming down from all the alcohol i was drinking and i was like uh this is i enjoyed it like i did enjoy like the songs i know of them and like but it I, when they moved on from a song i knew to a song i didn't know i was like oh it's just like a continuation kind of like i wouldn't have paid for tickets to go see them live because i'm not that big of a fan it was cool to see because you like everyone knows their songs so oh, yeah. i just needed to get that out before <laughs> i thought you guys would eat me alive for saying that like the people i saw it with were just like what the fuck do you mean <laughs> you should feel a little shame uh, yeah again, like that like you're just kind of like low-key not bragging about it like you've seen all these bands which is nice but again to a fan who's paying to see that band you shouldn't be throwing them under bus like that are you talking about you that did have an opportunity to see them or just like no pass Oh, yeah, no, I don't think you can play me for that one. I would never pay for a system of the down ticket ever in my life. So, oh, really? Uh, yeah, I'm not a huge fan. Oh, um, you're not one band for the system. You could say dead or alive it would be- definitely be the Ramones and Dio. Sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, if Man, Sabbath in the day. Oh, and then even like to throw in like the bands that we couldn't see in our eras, like I would love to see Merciful Fate. Mm. It's like one. So, Merciful Fate. Ramones and Dio, low key number four, Black Black Sabbath in their prime. That would have been great. Um, but a band I wish I could see to this day that I've never seen is probably King Diamond. I want to see King Diamond. I'm not gonna lie. Is he st- is he still going? Because I used to listen to Merciful Fate and King Diamond like all the time. He's still kicking. Yeah, he's still doing his thing. It's just I I never like I only became a recent fan of his. So it's like I really want to see it live. Because, like, his voice live is incredible, apparently. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, like, I love how he always has the same mic wherever he goes, the cross. That's sick. What kind of music is it? It's definitely black metal. Mm-hmm. Um, but what about yourself? What was it, what would be the one band? Because uh, we already mentioned, like, we, the bands we want to see. And what was the one band performance you were, like, just, like, damn. From, like, opener to closer what was the band what was the show that you just remember thoroughly uh i'd probably say uh, what um steel panther <laughs> they crushed steel it panther. oh wait th- that's that uh hair metal band dude i saw them they're fucking awesome yeah like they played maybe three songs and then they the whole time they just kind of riffed and said jokes and like played with the crowd i'm like this is amazing and it was so memorable and like they just the singer of that band is so, like, I don't know if he's underrated because I think everyone that knows him knows he's a freaking amazing singer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish he would do more. Like, he's done one or two covers. He did a Journey cover. Um, I've just seen a small town. like that one. Too. Yeah. And he does Aussie good impressions. And st- <laughs> yeah, that one. He did, like, an Aussie impression and he like, acted <laughs> yeah. like him on stage. But no, that was a really good one. Yeah. That, I would pay to see them live because they they know exactly what they're doing i mean it's fucking it's called steel panther they can't be like super serious so like Mm -hmm. you saying that and that's also to go back to the beginning of the podcast is a complete shout out to the 80s they're completely like 
eighties like parody like squealing like everything about them is eighties. Yeah, hair metal, right? Hair metal came from the eighties. So that's what they're kinda like gimmicking and you know, paying homage to, which is nice. Yeah. And then right after they played too, Tenacious D went on. And I was like, all right, this is good. My day can end now. This is like, it's not going to get better than this. That's a good closer. So you've seen opener, Steel Panther, closer. And- well, it was at Rockfest, so that wasn't even the closer. So like, that's memorable. Uh, I think like Weezer faced that night. Did, uh, did Lee? Was Lee there? Yeah, Lee's all, like, every time I see them live, Lee's been there. Yeah, the first time I saw them live was in New York. And that was an awesome show. And I brought John Eric with the, uh, with me, who oh, yeah. is our friend who, I guess I was going to say he's more into like metal and stuff, but he's got like a wide range, I think. Wide range, yeah, wide range. Oh, yeah. But yeah. he really liked the show. Both the Johns today on this episode. Shout yeah. out to both. Throwing back to the fucking good old days. Yeah. I, I think he just wanted to go for the adventure and just go into New York and stuff and see the show. But I don't know if he expected much, but he even really enjoyed Tenacious D. And it's my favorite band, so I, of course, loved it. And I got Jack Black's guitar pick. So Oh, you got it? Yeah. I still have it. It's in, like, a little Ziploc bag. It says Jables <laughs> on it. Pretty cool. It says Jables on it? That's so yeah, sick. Or JB. I think it's Jables, though. It's kind of tough for me. Like, I don't know if I can pick just one, like one performance. Hmm. Really try to try to like pick like uh, based on genre. Well, like since Chris went with like rock, I'm gonna go with like pop punk. So like the one show that I got just had a blast was I hate to say it, a newfound glory concert. Uh, it was a newfound glory concert with uh, opener was oh shit free throw. Free throw. And, uh, free throw. Yeah. And man, this was, was the first show that I've, I see confetti drop from the sky at the last sh- song. Oh, and yeah. seeing confetti drop is pretty fucking fun, especially when people <laughs> are circle pitting, you know, having a fun time moshing and everything like that. Especially seeing the confetti fall and with that, their closer, it was great. And um, ah, memorable. Yeah. Like I, I seen the opener and the opener like was amazing. I was one, and I'll throw number two was Silverstein in Kingston. It was a shitty old like pub, mm-hmm. uh, and it was just like I seen them release their new album at the time. I'm a huge pop punk fan, so I think I saw them, and I got to see Seaway Seaway open for them, which is pretty like they're both Canadian bands. So one was from Toronto, and one was from I think Kingston. My friends are gonna yell at me, but yeah, I'm pretty sure they're Canadian boys. All so it was just a cool concert seeing all that. So one was in Kingston, one was in Toronto, but those were my two uh, highlights. What about you? I have? saw I saw I saw Silverstein at Edgefest, and I, the good thing about like the Edgefest thing is like uh, I hadn't seen a lot of concerts up to that point. I think. Honestly, I think Tenacious D in Toronto or in New York was my first one, and then Edgefest was the second one. And that's actually where I met uh, my girlfriend, Deanna, at the time. And uh, she, it finished with uh, Billy Talent. That's <laughs> the first time I saw them, too. The full um, circle. Full circle. Yeah. Uh, and I remember the one, like, the first, like, kind of interaction we had, uh, like, other than, like, just general chit chat and stuff, is. 
I was like, when are Billy Talent gonna do like Fallen Leaves and Red Flag? Those are my two favorite songs. Like they're big hits. And then Deanna was like, uh, I don't know if they're gonna play that. They're not actually that big of hits. I'm like, bullshit. They're definitely gonna play it. There's no way. Like yeah. they're, they're not just like mess songs. They're like some of their biggest songs. Like I guarantee you they're gonna play. And then sure enough, Fallen Leaves comes on. It's like fucking told you and then right after fallen leaves crazy like fireworks go like red and light lights are like going like crazy and they're like what the fuck's up toronto have a good night (laughs) and it goes into red flags i fucking told you here we go (laughs) i just ran into the crowd (laughs) oh that's sick that was that was a memorable show for me oh Uh, man i missed that energy yeah, me too, man. Yeah, like, just fuck. talking about these concerts, like, getting me all stoked. Like, especially just talking about the concerts I'd seen. Like, I got me all stoked again. Yeah, I didn't I didn't know that you got a fucking pick, man. I, I miss that. That, like, that uh fun that you just have and that random fucking night out adventure shit. I have only been to one rave ever. And what? I, yeah, I know. Okay, funny story. I went with like this Christian woman. So um I was the only we were the only sober people there. And it was like, a really it was a really fun time. I saw uh Funt Case and Yeah, let me it's a uh, unique name, that's for sure. So clarify on that one. Well it's you know, I mean change the first Oh two I see <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I, uh, and then I saw um uh dub loads and uh oh fuck who else was there? Uh barely alive, yeah. But yeah, I, I'm I'm firmly into raves now for sure. The energy yeah. that you get at like rock concerts, it's different than at raves. Yeah, my cousin has an ice cream truck and he loves going to raves. <laughs> <laughs> he just makes a killing. He's just there all night, like three in the morning, like hey, banging on his door, like ice cream. <laughs> oh my god, that's yeah. awesome! Stop. I have to stop you there for a second because I totally know the difference between like concerts, like how it has a different feel. Because like I went to a, I hate to say it, but like I've been to a rock festival, I've been to metal shows, I've been to punk shows. I've never been to a rave, so that that's cool, man. I'm glad you've been to one. Um. <laughs> Like even at like a rock concert, rock concert people are definitely different from a metalhead scene or a punk rock scene. It's definitely different. People are ruder, I find, in a rock. I I don't think I've ever had a bad um, concert when it's like metal or even like uh, like a pagan fest. Everyone was awesome there. I I've yeah. just yeah been to pagan fest. Yeah, <laughs> it was really great. So clarify what Pegafest is, because like we, we talked about like punk rock, we talked about a little bit of rock today. What's Pegafest? So Pegafest is like a like a music inspired by folk or um uh pagan uh religions. So like uh uh one of the bands was from Russia, so they sang about their god road, or one was from uh uh Taiwan and they sang about, you know, um like cool. uh, traditional instruments and uh, yeah it's it's interesting because it's all pre-christian stuff so you get to learn about all these different cultures and stuff pre-christian influence and uh yeah it's fucking loud as hell and it was awesome and what are the some they burn someone in a wicker man <laughs> yeah 
yeah. with some of the big guys, yeah, but, like like what's some of the big guys like um, there? So uh well I think you know them, Corporate Cloney. I saw Corporate Cloney. Uh I saw Teresa's. I saw uh Valfreya. There so um Teresa's talks a lot about like Varangians and like Vikings and stuff. And uh Corporate is the Finnish word for forest clan. So they talk about uh Finnish folklore and stuff like that. And they speak Sing in English and in Finnish. So pretty fucking cool. I'm not gonna what? lie. Like, yeah, I'm we're so cultured here. We're cultured here, man. We definitely are. Um, Varangian's like uh, I guess it's like a. I think it's a career soldier from like the Nordic countries, like way back in the Viking era. Oh. But don't quote me. You on heard that. it here first, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Same with uh, yeah. same with everything you heard. That it's Wikipedia friendly. So everything here is legit. We're not speaking over butts. Besides, uh, I gotta say though, you, you guys said that rock festivals are a bunch of like not nice people. I'd say festivals in general attract a worse crowd than concerts. Rock fest is always pleasant. They really? they close down the entire town like for just well, no, they don't close it down. All the stores make a killing. But you're like they let you for just that weekend walk around the town with a case of beer and just crack them open, and you don't have to be on the festival grounds. You can just like walk around with beer, and everyone's just super happy and they're energetic. And I, I've never met a happier group of people. Like mm-hmm. I don't know if it's just rock fest. Yeah, it was just. See, to me, it was more like easy rock to like rock people. You no, know, just in general. So like, if you go from like easy listening to rock. To- pop and shit like that fans are usually pretty mean or just self-centered just not nice people to hang out with but if you go to a metal show a rock show a punk show if you get punched you get hurt we're gonna have your backs but like to like i've seen i don't know like at a rock show like like let's say i'll just use this for example like rise against if you go to a rise against show now or metallica show have some it's a mainstream audience but again it's gonna have a little different crowd of people let's just say that i'm not trying to don't play well every mosh pit i was in at rockfest like uh, every time i got knocked down they would carry me up and when i got i went <laughs> i freaking went into the lamb of god mosh <laughs> and like two seconds later they were carrying me out i had like a big gash on my leg <laughs> yeah shit lamb of god me. they go pretty hard yeah, that Slayer was pretty. And then hard Kevin, our friend Kevin's just like Chris. You can't go in there anymore. You got like a wound and stuff. I was <laughs> like, all I need to do is go back to the tent, grab my jeans, and then I I could go back in there. And he's like, nope, I got the key to the tent. I because he locks his tent like with the zipper and stuff. And I was like, oh, yeah. I was like fucking bullshit. And I ran back to the tent. I just open the two zippers as much as I can, reach my arm in. I basically like folded in the tent just to grab my bag and grab my jeans out. And I ran back in there. Yep, he's a tripper, <laughs> man. Yeah. For seconds. <laughs> Went for seconds. Yeah. Uh, no, that's a uh, that's pretty cool. We've seen some good artists. Like Pagan Fest was your like your go to Kyle. Like that's pretty cool. I would yeah, if yeah. uh Pagan Fest comes back, that's definitely my go to. So what have we been indulging in while we're in quarantine? Because we have nothing else to do. We, what have we been watching? What have we been playing? Because we've been saying what we've been listening to, but let's let's give the fans what they want. 
So where have you been playing, Kyle? Yeah, I've been playing uh, this old, old-ass game called Continuum, Subspace Continuum. It's kind of like uh, an old, old... Uh, it's almost like a Flash game. Kind of like uh, Starport. And uh, it's sort of like a top-down view. And it's a shooter. And you basically cool. just fly around like Gallic... Like, uh, oh, what's that? Asteroids. It's kind of like Asteroids. But it's uh, PvP. So it's kind of solid. Fun. So it has... yeah. Starport elements, and if you don't know who Starport is, it's like what? the best game ever. It's a solid game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's so bad. I mean, it's bad, but it's good. It's it's, a- it's so good, but if you log off for a second, you lose like everything you worked so hard for. Yeah, it 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 be it's become so like synonymous like with our gaming we we call it the starport effect as soon as you log off and you have something persistent it will be gone or ruined by the time you log back in yeah yeah you'd have like a giant ship with all these like a bunch of awesome bases in your own little solar system covered in like the most expensive cannons and defenses mm-hmm. you could possibly get for it you log off your character right in the middle of the world because you're like there's no way anyone can get to this and then yep. you're, and then five minutes later, after you grab like a drink, you're like, you know what? I just want to do a few more things. And then you log in, and then you're in a little like escape pod in the middle of. The- <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> fucking pod. Oh my god. Yeah. As friends, we definitely all bonded in this game. It's a great game, and to find that yeah. somewhat nostalgic feel. What's the game called again, Kyle? So this one's called a Continuum, and you're. You're kind of on a team. There's like four or five teams, and there's sort of like a a a uh, structure, like a castle, and there's a flag room. And so each of you chooses like a ship, and you try to uh, try to take over the ship or the the flag room and hold it there. And so some ships can be like a portal that you can teleport to. Some are just like giant cannons that move really slow. It's it's a really fun game. It's more based around the combat than Starport is, but oh, it's more yeah. PvP. Yeah, yeah. See, I like the world building part of Starport, even though it all crumbles. But yeah, I I'm waiting for them to make like a game, like an up to date 2020 version of that game. That would be so fucking crazy. Give us like a third level turret. That's a lot harder to skate around. <laughs> yeah, like give me some security. Like put a lock on my planet so that we yeah. can get it. <laughs> you should be able to have like one planet that can't be like invaded or at least gets like extra security you get like a, a super special cannon that you're only allowed to put on one yeah like when they they added this thing where when you put down a biodome you you would get taxed for it but like um it would be safe uh from attack for three days from the un and then they like i think they removed it for some of the servers but that's that's a tangent anyway why? Because no one was like leaving their game and rage quitting. They're like, ah, oh, we need more people to hate this game. Yeah, get rid of it. <laughs> I I would be surprised if there are people that still pay, like pay for that game. What have you been watching, man? What have I been watching? I have been watching. Well, recently I watched Boogie Nights for the first time. That's a fucking weird movie. No, what about the Boogie Nights? I haven't seen that movie in like twenty years. I'm, yeah, it was the first time watching it, and I was like, "Oh, is this the is this the first time we see Wally Burke? Like, is that the first movie he was in? Because that's a pretty good uh, breakout role." Marky Mark. Yeah, Marky Mark was that ninety eight or ninety six, something like that. 
went solo from I'm writing. Oh, sure. Did he start as a musician? Uh, his brother was his, his new kids on the block, right? Yeah, it was Marky Mark and the Funky Bunches, bro. Is that what they're called? That's what they were called. That was yeah, they had good album. vibrations. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they made a cover of it? <laughs> I <laughs> Man, I have not heard that. I've only listened to the original Good Vibes. Isn't that the original? No, it was the Beach Boys. Really? Yeah. And we all learned something Isn't it? today. Oh man, I'm yeah. hold on. I, I I need to know this now. Yeah, IMDB that. No, because you're thinking of we're thinking of good vibrations. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's and then Marky Mark's like, I'm thinking good vibrations. Uh, okay. Vibrations. <laughs> I've never listened to this. And, Chris and then he has like a little rap part like than I do. I'm Marky Mark and I'm here to find you or something. The high note one more time, Chris. <laughs> Sweet vibrations. Hold on. Let me let me channel my inner Marky Mark. <laughs> Good vibrations! <laughs> Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Yep. Bro, I thought you were kidding. This is a real thing. How did this guy get famous? By wearing uh, <laughs> Kelvin Klein's and posing. Yeah, I guess. What have you been watching, Chris? Actually, no. There's one where this guy like killed his wife and said she just tripped down the stairs and it was like definitely mm-hmm. not the case. Yeah, um, I, I watched that one. Is that the one with the fire poker? Yeah, and then he gets yeah. out like after like years of in prison and stuff, and then uh, he plays like this weird song like "I've Got a Secret" and uh, no one found it out and stuff. I'm like, he fucking did it! Like wow. <laughs> he's admitting it on the camera and like, oh my god, it was ridiculous. But yeah, I've been addicted to those shows. And as far as what I've been playing, um, I've gotten out of my Age of Empires 2 phase, so I'm sure it's going to come back at some point. Uh, and now I'm back addicted to World of Warcraft and World of Warcraft Classic. And I got Diablo 3 on console. And I've been watching a lot of like StarCraft 2 uh, how to be awesome at the game tutorials again. So I'm kind of like thick into blizzard content which is good because that's what i'm switching my youtube channel to and also i have a few ideas for things world of warcraft related that i want to stream because they're going to take hours upon days to create videos out of so i kind of want to stream the process so if anyone's listening as a fan of questing couch uh, stay tuned to the twitch channel because i'll be streaming some challenges on world of warcraft and low-key even diablo 3 if you ever want to rip that if you ever want to rip diablo 3 on console i'm definitely there like that got me so stoked is it cross-platform for like xbox and switch no it's not well then uh, we'll continue our solo journeys <laughs> But I just thought it would be cool because I saw it on sale and I figured if we're all together after all this uh, nonsense ends, we could stream some Diablo 3. I know you said you would bring your Xbox over, but I always bring my Switch over. So in the event that you don't bring your Xbox, I have the Switch and my streaming gear and we can uh, have some fun online. Play some hardcore characters or something. Yeah, I'm down to go on Nightmare. Um, The... I've been like I haven't really been playing too many video games lately. I've just been watching a lot of movies and going back to certain TV shows I really liked. But I did purchase this one game. It was called Fuser. 
it's uh, essentially a DJ mixing program. Uh, but instead of getting, you know, a new oh. sweet trick DJ system and, you know, the panel and everything like that, I can do that with my controller and pretending I'm a DJ in my comfort in my own pajamas. And Oh, interesting. Is it like Amplitude or what, like what's, uh, how do you? It's a good question. It's actually the same guys that, or the same uh, game company that did uh, harmonics. They did like rock band, oh. original guitar hero. Like I, I've always, the original amplitude too. So like, they know what they're doing when it comes down to music games and tracks that you get. Like the music selection always of these comp games are always great. So finding new old tracks, listening to new tracks that you haven't heard in like ten years. Like soundtrack is legit, and the DLC. It's one of those games I've just always supported, and I always support that brand. Um, besides that game, like hours into that i've just been playing stardew valley that <laughs> i know stardew valley i have a problem that's a good, one. That's a good game i have a problem that's like one it. of those games where it's just like eh, haven't been farming today and you just like fuck off for like 10 minutes and do your farm and then like two or three days pass and it's like now nah, turn it off like it's a game that you could just pick up and drop all the time that's the game that my buddy dylan sold me on getting a switch like I was playing that game on PC, and he's like, "Dude, I got it on my Switch, and with the Switch, you get like the two nunchuck controllers, and you just lay back on your couch, and you can have the controllers like behind your head, and you just in a complete recline, like the most comfortable position ever, just farm away." I was like, "Sold!" And I got my Switch, and I bought Stardew Valley, and I was like, "I'm not starting a new file. I just put so much time into the computer." Yeah, <laughs> it's such a good game. Like, and it's the only game where I can actually lay down and play video games. Like all the other games I play, I always get like curled up, and I always like hunch my back and get into the game. And that's like the only game where I can just sit back and chill. Um, you can't chill with Cyberpunk. Oh, let's not get into Cyberpunk. That's another episode. <laughs> <laughs> but when it comes down to uh, movies and TV shows, you guys know I'm a DC fan, so I watched the new Snyder Cut. Um, I loved it. Of course, it was great. Four hours wasn't enough. I wanted five. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ, five, dude! As soon as I heard it was four, I was like, "Yeah, I'll wait." Yeah, man, it was so worth it. I'll I'll take five. I don't care. No, I'll take the. Five. I downloaded it like through completely legal means. Legal means. Yeah, but uh, I I looked at it. I was like the fuck is this version like i i ended up being like okay i'm gonna go download a different version because this one's in four by three and then <laughs> i downloaded another version and i was like what the hell's going on this one's four by three too and i looked it up and that's the intended size of the picture i heard that it was because of imax that was the only reason like schneider actually wanted it to be in four by threes like that's how i intended the movie to be seen See, I wonder why he'd say that. Like, is he trying to encapsulate an era, or is it just the like? I don't. I don't. I wish he'd expand on that. So I'd I personally, my theory is it saves money on CG costs. Well, and you know, the one thing I heard was that there was a certain fight between Superman and I think it was Batman, where they said that it was it was so squished down, like it looked different from the others, and they're saying that that one was filmed was like filmed at a different ratio and then they had to squish it so like i'm wondering also he didn't want to use the same shots that joss whedon shot so mm-hmm. like, he didn't want to shoot anything that joss whedon shot so like even if it was the regular format 
didn't want to use it. He wanted to shrink it down to his format. So it is what it is. Yeah. Well, you know what? Fuck these corporate fuckers. They apparently Hollywood's never made money on a movie ever. So if their corporate fucks can write it off in such a way that they don't even have to pay taxes and have everything written off, they can go fuck themselves. If someone gives me a link to to like some way to give Schneider my like ten bucks movie fee for seeing the movie, uh, I'll pay it. It was worth it. I'll give him twenty. Me too. That's what I said. Like I, I was willing to pay for the movie, uh, regardless whether or not where it came from. So, luckily, I had a buddy with Crave, so I just watched it through. Oh, Crave. nice. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I heard a lot of I hear a lot of good things about Crave. Not bad, dude. Like they had I, Fresh Prince. I was just checking it yesterday. They had Fresh Prince, Seinfeld, and uh, mm. another one. It was like a big one. Oh, Curb your, curb your enthusiasm. I was like, what? I would totally go through that again. I used my brother's, and he had like it had like Letter Kenny on it. I think that's all I watched on it. And then he got rid of it and got Disney Plus. So now I have Disney Plus. Yeah, so I'm not complaining. Disney Plus isn't too bad. I mean, it's got everything that you'd want to watch from like Marvel and um, uh, Star Wars, but also also got like random stuff like Simpsons for whatever reason, and or Predator. I guess all the Fox shows. Which I'm down with it. And they have Predator and Alien, and you know my thoughts about those guys. It hurts oh, yeah. my soul. That's, that's on Disney. It hurts my soul. Dude, that's that's wrong. Yeah, because. Steve's a huge Disney fan, and he hates those movies, so it kind of bums him out that he has to even see the thumbnail of Alien or Predator. <laughs> Come at me, dude. Come at me. <laughs> yeah. He's probably already on their way. The lawyers and shit, like, they know I don't like them, so. Next, it's probably going to be like, I don't know. Another thing that they can buy. If you think about it, that's a crazy notion. We'll just cut it here, but like, something else that they got. yeah steve wrap it up i got pissed <laughs> all right well that's a, a jam-packed music filled with a little bit of television and gaming episode of the questing coach podcast as always i've been christopher uh, i mean chris i go by chris and uh we also have steven and kyle you all have a good night and as always keep on questing